0: Monty James for America's Hot Barn Report, now coast-to-coast coast and border-to-border. Border. And it's my great pleasure and honor to have my friend Jim Wooster with me here. We're at the Dakota Farm Show in Vermilion, South Dakota. Good crowd on hand. And Jim, of course, has a legendary background with the Sioux Falls Stockyards and Stockyards up and, down the, up and down the river, actually, from Omaha to Sioux City to Chicago, you name it. And, Jim, would you tell our listeners nationwide a little bit about the glorious history of the old Stockyards?
1: Um, I graduated from South Dakota State on a Monday night in 1962, the next morning. I started at Sioux Falls Stockyards, and I was there 46 years. In those days, the river markets, terminal markets, we call them Sioux Falls, Sioux City, Omaha, St. Joe, Kansas City, Chicago, uh, and St. Louis were all kind of the same group. We were, we all sold private treaty, and then people started to go into auctions. But it, it was it was wonderful years. Um, uh, the Sioux Falls Stockyards, by 1976, had moved to the number one market in the United States. Wow. Two reasons: we were doing really well, and then other markets were closing just as as we did. And let's see, about 13 years ago. Okay. The city grew around us, environmental situations, but um, I wouldn't trade the, the years in that marketing business. Well, you know what, Monty. I Absolutely. mean, I just wouldn't trade it. It's like auction barn. South Dakota now, and we're, we're blessed with a lot of really good auction barns. I mean, we really are. Uh, Family-owned that do a good job that support their local communities and do a good job of selling their livestock.
0: Absolutely, Jim, and that's the purpose of the Hot Barn Report is to promote those barns across yep. South Dakota, Nebraska, in Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota. Yep. You've been around in the golden Era of yeah, the yeah. of the big stockyards of all those tough guys and all the auctioneers. Who's the most charismatic person that you can remember, Colonel John Phillips? There, there were many. There were
1: there were we had we had auctioneers and uh, all of our markets did, especially when. But Colonel John, not only I'll tell you what, not only was he a heck of an auctioneer, he knew what things were worth. I mean, he really did. He could have gone. He could have jumped in a car and been a cattle buyer. He, I mean, he was just so good. But he had a way about him with a crowd. Uh, he could he could handle situations that would come up. Uh, he had that, and just, just you just liked to listen to him, even if you didn't know what he was doing, or you were just somebody <laughs> that walked into the barn. He had that. He had a voice and the the rhythm that you just liked to listen to him. He was just he was good.
0: He was a big guy with a big voice, and he could back it up, as you and I know. We've seen him in action a few times, right?
1: He <laughs> could back up a lot of things. But he, yeah, he talked. I think he was twelve, like when his grandpa in Norfolk, I think, put him behind the block to sell a few odd cows. Is that the as I remember the I story? Heard too, and yeah. that's kind of when it all started. No, he was well.
0: And I'm biased, as you are, Monty. He was our friend, too. Right, I mean, exactly. no one, but he was good, boy. Jim Ooster, you've had a glorious career, and you're still going strong here. We've got people lined up to talk to you. And I want to tell you, you've been a personal hero of mine and somebody I've looked up to for years and years. And thanks for all you've done for my career. I really appreciate that, Monty, an awful lot. This Breaking Beef News, brought to you by Stockman's Livestock, Lemon Livestock, North stockyard Stockyards, St. Ange Livestock, Flat Livestock Market, Tri-County Stockyards, Torrington Livestock, Creighton Livestock Market, Bassett Livestock Auction, Ridge Livestock, Ogallala Livestock Auction Market, and Fresho Livestock.